What's up and welcome to the Heard It on the X podcast. I am your host, Patrick X, and I am broadcasting to you live, well, not really live, this is pre-recorded, from in my truck at a hotel somewhere in Greenville, South Carolina. Um, right now, um, I want to try to outline what I'm going to talk about. I got nothing written down, so I'm just kind of shooting from the hip here. I want to try to touch upon um, Raw, SmackDown, and most importantly of all, NXT, because NXT seems to be the brand to watch these days. Mind you, this podcast is not going to be strictly wrestling. I'm going to have a little bit of everything on hand, but right now wrestling is uh, you know, pretty much the main focus. All my followers on Twitter are wrestling fans or wrestling podcasters themselves. So with that being said, you can find me on Twitter at official on the X and plowing ahead. All right, Monday Night Raw. Um, since this will probably be a little bit longer than five minutes, Monday Night Raw, absolute goddamn train wreck. Like, what is creative thinking behind that? Um, I'm really sick of seeing Finn Balor and Baron Corbin go at it. Um, just the entire Raw product as a whole is just, it's just. Uh, to be frank, pretty fucking terrible right now. Um, SmackDown Live, I didn't really tune into. Um, I caught uh, New Day and um, Asuka winning that little battle royal there. And that being said, if Asuka, Charlotte, and Becky do not main event TLC, there is something seriously, seriously wrong with the WWE right now. You have... Becky Lynch, which is most likely the hottest wrestler within the past oh, 15 years. I don't know. I kind of missed out uh, after the Ruthless Aggression era. I, you know, I'm an Attitude Era guy. Those are my roots. Stone Cold Steve Austin, the whole stacked roster. We all know how great the Attitude Era was. But that being said, Becky Lynch is, you know, she's uh, she's right there on par with Stone Cold Steve Austin, in my opinion, anyway. But that being said, those three women right there should definitely be main event in TLC. Whether or not it happens, I, I think we all know it's not going to happen. And let's just hope that Charlotte doesn't win the title now. NXT, within, jeez, 10 seconds of NXT coming on my TV last night, it was already better than Monday Night Raw and SmackDown Live together. You got five hours of WWE programming considered your quote-unquote main roster, yet I'm glued to my phone more than I am to the TV. But NXT, I put my phone down the entire show. I watch. It's compelling television. Like, they don't overthink anything too much. I mean, I, I don't know what Vince McMahon is thinking, what he thinks he knows, like, what he thinks the fans want, but there's been uh, that uh, little vignette I guess you could call it. I'm not really a vignette. Um, that video package when they moved on from the golden age, I think they were calling it, into the Attitude Era when they were usher ushering in that era. And, you know, Vince broke kayfabe. Like, that was a major blow to the industry back in the day. And it was he produced the best television, in my opinion, that has ever been on television from, you know, pre-Attitude Era, if you want to call it, like Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels... Yokozuna, those kind of guys, like, it flowed into, you know, like, 96, 97 Attitude Era, and 
just the best television I've ever seen. Every week, it was a can't miss. It wasn't must see, it was can't miss. Um, but yeah. <coughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm broadcasting in my truck and I'm smoking cigarettes and I got like 18 people looking at me. It's, uh, it's a little bit suspect. But yeah, um, NXT, always entertaining. I loved watching Lars Sullivan and Keith Lee go at it last night. Um, good God, like, I really hope Lars Sullivan does not get buried in the main roster. Um, I don't know where he's going to go. I, I would really like for him to stay in NXT. NXT seems to be the brand. That is where, in my opinion, people should be going. Like That should be sought after, aside from AEW. Uh, depending on where that goes with Chris Jericho and Jim Ross and all those guys and Kenny Omega, which I think Kenny Omega is fucking overrated. I will say that all day, every day. He's overrated. Go ahead, hate me. Please message me, at me on Twitter, at official on the X. I think he's overrated. I know what I'm going to get with every Kenny Omega match. I know what's going to happen. It's going to start off slow. It's going to be a little bit of a struggle. He's going to come back wild. He's, there's going to be big spots, there's going to be comedic spots, there's going to be breathtaking spots, like, uh, I know the formula, but he is a good wrestler, so I can't take that away from, I just think he's overrated personally, but this is also coming from a guy that's seen about three Kenny Omega matches, so if you have any, I, any suggestions for Kenny Omega matches, Kenny Omega matches for me to watch, please message me on Twitter, you know, at me on Twitter, let me know. I need to brush up on uh, my Kenny Omega so I can form a more uh, a more educated opinion on that uh, on that man and his in-ring abilities and his best matches and all that. Um, all right, plowing ahead. Um, yeah, I was just watching the NFL. By the way, um, what is the catch going to be? A catch? I left about uh, with four minutes left in the first quarter uh there was a there was a big play on third down dude didn't catch it I don't know anybody's names anymore in the NFL like I, I don't even watch it anymore and it's not because of one thing or, or another it's not because of politics it's not because of the national anthem or people kneeling during the national anthem if you want to kneel during the national anthem whatever man that is your business that ain't my business I watch football strictly because I want to see people catch the ball, throw the ball and catch the ball and run the ball for my entertainment. You know, that, that's all I want to see. It's a distraction from real world problems, real world bullshit. And when you stop mixing the real world in with my distraction, I don't want to watch the sports anymore. Kind of like Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. But somehow I still tune in each friggin' week. Well, not every week. I mean, I kind of watch it sporadically. I'm not as involved as I used to be, say, like back in the 90s, Attitude Era, Ruthless Aggression Era. I'm older now. I'm an adult. I have real-world responsibilities. But what I do watch, Monday Night Rise, you know, oh, it's just so bad these days. But I can't stop watching it because you never know. Like, the one week that you don't watch, that's, that's when something's going to happen. And I think Vince knows that he has people hook, line, and sink with some of these god-awful storylines that don't make any sense and they just run into each other and you got a heel on one pay-per-view and then the next Monday they're a face and teaming with the person that they just wrestled or had a feud with and it just doesn't make any sense. Like back in the day when you had two 
over like two super over superstars or like we called them wrestlers back when I was younger watching wrestling. When two polarized wrestlers got in the ring with each other and had to tag, like they told the story throughout it. Like they didn't want to be there with each other, but they made it work. I don't know. I'm kind of getting off topic here. <clears throat> it was a long day at work today. Ugh, speaking of which, no, I'm not going to talk about work. I'm not going to talk about work. What I am going to talk about is how... No, I'm just going to keep it on wrestling, you know that? I'm just going to keep it on it because I was watching it last night a lot and that's fresh in my brain and a lot of my followers are still wrestling fans. But I will be diving deep into the flat earth theories and how I view it and all that. Yeah, fuck it. Let's talk about that. I try not to swear too much. It makes me sound a little uneducated. I'm not saying one thing or the other. I mean, I try to go out to prove that the earth is round because that's what we've all been taught. That's what we've all been fed our entire lives. So I have a good friend who's a flat earther. And he starts showing me these YouTube videos and actually I'm thinking, you know, this this guy's just, he's stupid. Like, I, he, he's been drinking, he's been drinking the Kool-Aid. But the more, you know, I watch these videos, the more you buy into it. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to go down to the beach. I'm going to do my own little field experiment, right? And it's, it's really easy. I mean, I do math for a living. I'm a structural steel fabricator, master fitter, master fabricator. Like, I know math. I know geometry, algebra, a little bit of calc. So it's like just going down to the beach with the level and the straight edge and putting that up against the horizon, no matter what, with the six foot straight edge, if the earth was curved with the straight edge, you would be able to see it. You'd be able to measure it, you know, and I don't see any drop or any curve with the level on dead level. I don't see one thirty second of a drop at, you know, on a six foot straight edge, three feet out from center. I don't, I don't see any drop, not a 16 or a 30 second, nothing. I have missed Starcade. I did not watch Starcade. Um, I probably should. Seth, Roll Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose had a steel cage match. And I'm pretty sure, you know, that has to be worth watching. Dean Ambrose is... He's Dean Ambrose. The dude, I think he's a little past his prime, but I think uh, this might be one of his best runs yet. As long as creative doesn't fucking ruin it and bury the goddamn guy. We're just reducing a Mig Cotter and that whole little sarcastic, goofy gimmick that he had going there for a little while. I don't know. I'm kind of rambling now. I just wanted to put another episode up because the first episode was only five minutes. And I kind of wanted to talk a little bit more, try to get a little bit more comfortable, try to be a little bit more entertaining and compelling talking to myself out loud because this is all new to me. Like, I, I can... I can have a two-hour podcast deep in my head. I could go over it word for word in the hotel room or in the truck or wherever I may be, wherever I may be driving to, whatever city or state is next. As soon as I start talking about it out loud, I'm sure everybody knows, you know, it. all of a sudden you, you just come to a screeching halt. But if anyone stays with me and, you know, you get in from the ground floor, if you want to come on and talk to me, 
if you want to ask me some questions, if you just want to come on and spout some kind of conspiracy theory bullshit, some flat earth talk, some round earth talk, I am not opposed to anything. I'm wide open. The audience makes everything. And that is a fact. It makes it with wrestling, makes it with any kind of sports. The audience is everything. Without the audience, there is no product to listen to. There's nothing to enjoy. So anything you want to hear, anything you want to ask, anything, if people want to come on and call in, talk to me on the phone, uh, I'm pretty much open to everything. Uh, Just hit me up on Twitter. I have no other social media accounts. It's only Twitter at official on the X. Follow me, DM me. I usually follow everybody back unless you speak another language than me because I have a hard enough time speaking English. I'm from New England and my accent is all over the place because I go all over the country and I'm, I haven't been in New England in years. But with that being said, anyone that listens to this, I appreciate you listen, listening to this. Me babble about wrestling. Eventually all this will be coming into its own. And yes, this has been Herded on the X, coming live from my truck. This is Patrick X, and I am getting the fuck out of here.